Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Time for our global talkers. Let's bring in Scott Thompson, who you can hear on AM 900, CHML in Hamilton, and Craig Needles, who you can listen to on AM 980 in London. Hey, guys. Hey, Alex. Good to be here. So I don't know if you heard my last interview, but um, the feds are going to be starting this harm reduction pilot project in two jails, one in Ontario, the other in New Brunswick, where inmates will be given clean needles to shoot up their favorite drug of choice, I I guess, to avoid HIV or hep C. And I just talked to the uh, corrections uh, union and they say they don't want this. This is very dangerous to them and that they would like. And I think most uh, reasonable Canadians would want the feds to focus on getting the drugs out of jail and rehabbing these people instead of the keeping the circle of drugs going. Craig, I'll start with you on this. Are, are you for this or do you think that the, this is ass backwards? Uh, it's certainly backwards from the prison perspective. I, I look at this, and I'm all for harm reduction strategies. I'm, I'm all for supervised consumption sites. I'm all for needle exchange programs when you're out in the world. When you're in a prison environment, when those uh, when you're in situations where syringes can be used as weapons, and you've got criminals who are in there, not that anyone should have access to injection drugs, but certainly criminals should not. It, uh, it's clearly a different conversation. So. Uh, I would suspect, and I think that many corrections officers would agree, uh, from at least I know the prisons here in Ontario, I talked to a lot of corrections officers who work there, I know this is a federal thing, but a lot, uh, a lot of corrections officers say, hey, we need better tools in order to keep this stuff out of prison. So yes, that might have been the better thing to focus on. I mean, more needles in jail, Scott, what could go wrong? Well, you know, it's like anything. It's got to be controlled. And let's be honest, getting drugs out of jail, good luck with that. Well, why won't you put the money that you're going to put with these injections? Why can't you Why can't you get the technology to get the drugs out? Well, if we could get drugs out of jail, we wouldn't We wouldn't need any of this. We wouldn't be having this discussion. Like, right. Just, you know, I mean, what do you do? Uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, these people either need treatment or and or they need they need. Uh, their drugs. So uh, I know this is an issue that Hamilton jails are dealing with. And when they bring in harm reduction measures, they've seen uh, infections go down from 30% to about 7%. So, but then they've got again, a bunch of drug what, what addicts. Works, what, works in the, what works out on the street also works in jail. It just has to be handled differently. It's a very complex issue. But, you know, if you're going to have a safe injection site in a city, why wouldn't you have something similar in a jail? To think you're going to treat criminals or people in jail differently than those on the street as far as their drug addiction, it's nuts. It's a medical issue. Yeah, it, it's a medical issue, but I think our money is far better spent on rehabbing these people and getting them healthy. Well, it's, yeah, good in, luck with that, too. I mean, you know, that's more expensive than than probably a needle exchange program. Uh, you know, again, if we had those kind of rehabilitation measures, we wouldn't be having this discussion. It's jail. If you look it just at doesn't, the way that... Sorry, go ahead. Wait, sorry, just if you look at the way that we look at these numbers and stats from the perspective of needle exchange programs out in the non-jail world, you basically prevent one person from getting hepatitis or one person from getting HIV, and you're coming out ahead from a dollars and cents perspective. So if that number is significant, then you are going to be ahead. The question is, 
uh, is, is this the best bang for your buck to spend the money? I, I suppose, obviously, the Fed would argue, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm the odd gal out. I would just seem to get people into corrections to correct them on the behavior end. Yeah, uh, but we don't do that. Well, uh, well, we should. I'd rather see the money go there. I want to talk hydro with you guys because, of course, this was the big story of the day. I'm sure it crammed up your phone lines. Oh, my. Uh, the execs, of course, once again, wrapping themselves in money to make sure that if there's a change of government that they're all good. And uh, this is something that Ford had exposed with the salaries, and it's just the gift that keeps giving and giving. And Scott, I'll, t- I'll start with this. This is something that the Liberals could have voted on today. They could have voted against it, and yet they abstained. Uh, we had win on yesterday, and my only selfish concern here is I wish we would have had her on today. This <laughs> would have been Murphy's Law. This is radio gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you know, even I noticed this yesterday. This woman is a shadow of her former yeah. self. She is just barely getting up in the morning. Uh, so this is a devastating blow for uh, for the Win Liberals, considering they, of course, approved all of this and, and approved the board. Uh, that being said, I thought, as you mentioned, uh, 92% of the shareholders approved this vote, which means, I guess, the province did too. <laughs> the province that appointed these people, they support. Well, yeah, because I don't remember getting a say, because I would have definitely voted against it as a shareholder. Well, actually, absolutely. And when this whole deal went down, the whole idea was Wynn said, we still had control over all of this. Well, clearly there isn't control. And I mean, her clips today, my goodness, we're unhappy. We're not happy with this. We're going to look at our options. Are you kidding me? (laughs) What are your uh, options in two weeks? (laughs) The reason reason that Doug Ford is jumping all over this and people are appreciating it it, is not because what Doug Ford is going to do or wants to do to Hydro One. It's because he has some consideration for the dang taxpayer. Mm-hmm. And that's what's been lacking here for 15 years. Yeah, I don't know, Craig, if these guys hate Win and they're just voting in their um, their, their raises <laughs> because they know she's going down or because they're just trying to protect themselves. Either way, it is it is cronyism at its worst. Yeah, I, I, they, they just like money a lot. <laughs> that, might, that might be it. Uh, I did have a chance to talk to Kathleen Wynn today, actually. She was in the studio with me. Wow, uh, good day oh, to get her. You. you. Come yeah, on. Well, she won't come on with me. I can't out. imagine why going to play that on uh, on the show tomorrow and you know i did ask her about this obviously and she said that like you said they're they're not happy with this and they they, they want to challenge it and they want to see what they can do about putting a stop to this which is all well and good but i think from a political perspective uh the horse is out of the barn on this one uh, the horse is out of the barn the horse is galloped around the horse broke its leg and the horse is now uh, the horse is crapping all over horse sadly is being yeah uh this is yeah, it, it, so even if, even if this race doesn't go through somehow, it doesn't matter. The fact that this is happening during an election, uh, I suspect that whoever was voting for this was thinking to themselves one of two things. Like you said, Alex, okay, we've got to get this, we got to get this now while they're getting good. Or they're thinking, okay, this is our chance to do this before there's someone looking over our shoulders saying, hey, don't you do this. So let's cash out immediately. Whichever one it was, they were not doing this with Kathleen Wynn's best interest in mind, clearly. Yeah, well, you know what, Craig? She wasn't actually answering your question. In her head, if there was a thought bubble, she was saying, shut up, Craig, shut up. You know what? The bigger the race, the bigger the severance. (laughs) No kidding. You know, the one question I have, and I've got to let you guys go, but the one question I have, did anybody get shares in the government? Did anybody personally get shares? That would be a story I'd like to find out if, in fact, anybody, partners, wives, anybody get any of those shares when the whole deal was set up. I'm not saying it did, but I sure would like to know. On that note... 
I'll talk to you guys. Thank you. I'm speechless now. What? What? what to raise? Could you imagine? I mean, oh, gee, I mean, ugh, it's terrible. That would never happen. It's terrible. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Scott Thompson. You can hear him on AM 900 CHML and Craig Needles, who you can have. Uh, well, you can listen to his Kathleen Wynn interview on AM 980 on Point on Global News Radio.